Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Join me back on the show, Mamoush Raza, the Renegade. What's going on, man? We Welcome back. to Kumite Radio. Back. Oh, yeah. I love this shit. I love this shit. <laughs> Kumite Radio. Represent. <laughs> Represent. For real. Um, yeah. Well, going? we talked, you know, a few months back before your fight. At Rebel FC 7, you got the split decision win over Igor, Griskiv, Shanghai. Yeah, your intentions were yep. to finish the fight. How tough was your opponent, and what did you get out of that fight? Well, he was one tough guy, man. Like, fuck. Uh, I remember he came on strong in the first round, and uh, thank, I don't know, the, the referee salute to that guy because he didn't stop it when he shouldn't have stopped it to be honest but like you know like I, I stuck in there and I started like because I have this thing I, I, I think I tend to slow start slow that's something I got to change you know I can't wait um, I didn't get the finish but I was pretty close in the last round you know I got that little arm triangle in there but it would have been sick if I got it though because I, 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 I said I wanted to submit the guy but I'm happy with it because at the end of the day, a win is a win, right? Uh, shit ton of things I had to learn there. Like, you know, you just look at the first round. It's like a, in a, in an encyclopedia of, like, mistakes that I made, things I need to work on. But, man, it was a good one. It was a good one. He's a tough opponent, so I'm glad to get that win. Get that win. You mentioned the first round. Before the fight, you told me you believe you have a bigger heart than your opponent. Did oh, that yeah. play a big factor in this in that fight? Definitely, man. <laughs> that's 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 the one thing a lot of people told me after the fight. It's like, oh, kid, you got hurt. I'm like, man, I don't want to be in that situation, though. <laughs> you know. But I remember, I remember all of it. You know, I was like, he see, he kept hitting me in the same spot, in the, right in the sternum. You know, and like after the fight, some of my friends they just joked around with me, like, oh, yeah, I think you need to do do more crunches. I'm like, dude. The guy aimed for the same spot like four times. This guy's been practicing that shit, you know? Uh, it hurt, but it's part of the game, you know? You can't stop. You got to keep going. After the fight, you know, most fighters, after they win, they dedicate the fight to their family, their friends, of course, their supporters. You dedicated the fight to the Pakistani army and the innocent victims of terrorism. How important is yeah. it for you to be vocal against terrorism? It's so important. To me, it's important, you know, because I'm out here. I'm living in China. I'm fighting. These guys are in a fucking battle zone, you know. They're there every day for us, you know. And then there's all these, these guys, these victims. They have, they have their businesses. They have their families. They have their children who are growing up in these areas where, you know, they don't have what we have, you know. They don't even have, like, they may not even have clean water and good food. And that's all because of these terrorists, you know? So for me, it was so important. Like, these guys, they need, these are the unsung heroes, in my opinion, you know? Like, they're out there every day. We don't even know their names, you know? 
maybe there's maybe there's like 50 or 100 or 200 people who know my name and then there's one guy out there who's protecting a country a country and nobody even knows this guy man that's that's something big that's something big for me that's something big and especially against such a great cause these these guys these terrorists fuck man i'm glad you are putting some you know some light into it and showing people or telling people notifying people what's going on man it is good to uh, kind of represent for the soldiers and it's you know every almost oh, yeah. every country it's not even just pakistan it's like the us so yeah, not a, countries yeah. all over the world right all over the world all over the world all these people all these all these guys all the soldiers that are working towards this one cause man salute to them they deserve it july 28th your next fight glory of heroes 33 You took yeah, on former yeah, yeah. legend FC Bantamweight champion. Before the fight, you had a difficult weight cut, but you made it. Could you go into detail about it. what happened with that situation? Oh. God, so it's one thing, you know, the guy nobody sees this, right? It happens behind closed doors and like everybody's in their rooms like all pruned up and shit. Now with me, I never had a serious issue cutting weight and making weight, but this time it was different. This time it was fucking hell man it's like the most pain, pain i felt in my life and that's because i i didn't have the facilities i usually have so i there was no sauna and there was no bathtub and i remember the night before like the next day i had to cut weight all day and the night before at night i like to start you know a little bit and i asked them you know do you guys have a sauna do you have a do you have a pool area or whatever and they said no we don't and i was kind of like oh shit now what do we do so i basically the cut for me is not difficult i told you but i basically put on a sauna suit and i did pad work and i cut about let's say i cut about 7 7.5 kg now that was torturous for the body and the mind and the mind because i did it all through like intense workout no no water no nothing and i was just sweating it out and it was just exhausting on my body it was taxing on my body and my mind and then i got to a point where my body just stopped sweating uh i felt really weak and shit uh my body stopped sweating and i was 200 grams over at this point and i called the promoter and i told him dude listen and we were we were meant to leave for the venue uh to for the weigh-ins for the official weigh-ins at 9 in the morning and the official weigh-ins were to start at 10 o'clock and i told the guy i was like dude you need to come to my room and he's like oh, i can't do that right now i'm busy i said okay well I am 200 grams over. And uh, he said, "Oh, just <laughs> run and this and that." And I just said, "Yeah, okay, okay." Uh but uh but the thing was, I was pretty done at that point. Like I had I hadn't decided. I think my body had decided that you're done cutting weight. I think you cannot do it. So we got to the venue and um I missed weight the first time, but we did it, you know, the whole thing you stare down and the guy said okay you have 2 hours to cut weight and i said and i literally i thought you know maybe i can to do it but i stood up and he said let's check your weight i stood on the on the scale so before i left the venue i was actually 400 grams over when i stood on the scale i was 200 grams over when i saw that i was 200 grams over i was like okay fuck let's do it um i just re- started running in the sun and nothing was happening because there was no sweat there was nothing happening to my body no perspiration and then my coach said stop let's go to the barber because i have a shit ton of hair i'm a hairy man you know so we went there and <laughs> i had my whole body shaved my legs my arms my beard my head we came back and i made weight <laughs> and 
it was it was just relief is what I felt. It was immense relief. And I tell you what, so much pain. Like that's one thing that I would say to any fighter, you know, like if you do not have the facilities, if you know like it's gonna be a difficult cut, do not do it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. If it's if that's the way it is, don't do it because you know it'll affect your performance. I know that your brain, you have to be sharp in there. You know, you have to see the opportunities. And if, if you're not 100% there mentally, then you know it's all in the head. You have to get outside your, you have to get out of your head to go in and perform well. You know, so that's one thing that I've learned that I cannot do again. Um, it's a learning curve, you know. For sure. So, but shit, man, <laughs> that was fucking crazy. It was a, it was a ride. It was a crazy ride because like at one stage I'm thinking, oh shit, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna make it. And for me, it's a big thing. If I see somebody miss weight, then I'm like. Oh, that guy you know and then I made it but like with a huge lesson you know like you know like it was sort of like God saying you did it but don't do it again (laughs) sort of thing you know so yeah that's how it is that's how it went uh it was a tough night but you know well the next day you had to go in and face probably the most accomplished fighter that you had you have faced so far in your career and it didn't yeah. go your way. Um, do yeah. you think that the weight cut had a major effect on your performance? I do. Uh, I do. I was telling you this earlier. Uh, first, I wouldn't admit it. I would be like, I would say like, no, the weight cut, that's my issue. You know, like I shouldn't put the fight on the weight cut. And then but after a couple of days, Marcio said to me, he's like, brother, you have to sit down and listen to me. And he just, he said, listen, man, like, if you have the facilities, if you know you can do this, then you know, okay, that's fine. But pair, we knew beforehand that this is how it's going to be. I think that this is what happened, number one. Number two, there were issues with the hydration. But, like, that's not it. It's just the way it got, to be honest, you know. So, it's definitely, that's what it is. Because it's taxing not only on your body, but on your brain, man. And if your brain is not 100%, how are you going to deliver, you know? I mean, if you're cutting weight, like I said, if you have the facilities, if you have everything that you need, you know, then it's okay. But cutting all that weight in the sauna suit, hitting pads, after a while, you don't even hit pads correct. You're like, your hands are like by your waist and you're literally just moving back and forward like a freaking zombie, man. Like, nobody wants to see that. If somebody saw me hitting pads for the last couple of kg, It'd be like this dude's a fighter. Seriously, <laughs> he can hardly throw a punch. You know, it's just, it was terrible. Don't do it. <laughs> it almost reminds me of that video of Darren Till when he was trying to make weight, and they were getting him up to hit pads. But when you saw him hit the pads, it's like, who is this guy? It was, yeah, yeah. It's like that Darren Till. That's the guy who knocked out all those guys. No, and that's that's what it was, you know, because there were certain points. Man, I wasn't like, I I wasn't, I know I wasn't there mentally 100%. Like, you know, maybe I was, you know, looking around for shit. And then this is stuff that Marsha told me after. He's like, man, you weren't in good shape. So I've learned my lesson, you know, that's one time and one time's enough. (laughs) But that's the thing, we're human beings. This is how we learn. It's so bad. We're so stubborn, you know. Not We don't learn until we get kicked in the balls and we're like, okay, how about we do something different now so now it's different 
Now it's different. Uh, You're moving forward. You got a big fight coming up, right? I got a big fight coming up. I'm big excited. Fight. You know, you're scheduled to face Adonis Sevillano for the featherweight yep. title on August 26th for Aspera yes, FC Asia in the Philippines. Yep. How did yep. you? How did this fight come together? So I went back after after the fight against Yixian, and it was driving me nuts. <laughs> and uh, it was sort of like this. So this promotion. Aspera FC is from Brazil, right? And they were having their inaugural show in Asia. And I just I just got the opportunity, man. Like, I'd even... Like, you know, some things happen you don't really know about them. They're just like, you want to do this? And I was like, fuck yeah, man, let's go. And this, the last, like I said, the last fight, it was driving me crazy, you know? I just I want to get back in there now. And I got this. Going to go to war. Time to hunt, you know? I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be a good experience. I know that whatever happens. So. Adonis. What it's all about. Adonis, yeah. he, uh, what do you know about him? Have you studied him? Have you looked him up? Yeah, I have. I have. I've done, I've done a, bit, a little bit of stalking, you know. Uh, he's Filipino, so you can expect the boxing, right? Uh, I, I believe, so I believe I will have the reach advantage. That's, that's one aspect. Another thing is, again, I, I believe I have superior wrestling, superior grappling, and I can keep him at the end of my reach. So looking to whoop him, <laughs> whoop him good. So, you know, that's how it is. Boxers, you know, boxers, that's what they are. He's going to have to do something because, like, otherwise it's going to be a tough night for him. You're going into his country basically yeah. his town his people yeah. are going to be in the crowd but you're kind of oh, used to yeah. that you're used to uh, that that's, yeah that's how it's always been you know <laughs> and you know it's, it's a little bit more important for me though i gotta tell you this one because i fought in the philippines once before and that did not go my way so when i got this i was like oh man this is like this is what i want you know this is good so I'm going back there. So we're going to avenge this. We're going to avenge this loss, inshallah. Looking forward to it, you know. Uh, and the first time round is kind of weird because I didn't even have a corner. I flew out alone. And uh, just maybe maybe, maybe it, it shouldn't have been the way it was. But now it's different. Now things are different. So, And that was right at the start of my career, I remember. It was maybe my second pro fight. It was against Giore Oral. So we're going back. <laughs> so you have some added incentive for you oh, to yeah. go into the Philippines and get this title yeah. because of yep. your first, basically your first professional loss was in the Philippines. So you want to bring that back and uh, that's true on top, right? Yeah, that's true. It was my first professional loss was in the Philippines. I was younger. I was more naive. I made mistakes. I went alone. Now things are different. Now I'm a different person. Now we're going into whoop ass in the Philippines. Get this back. Bring it back, you know? So that's got me pretty excited too. Marcio Andrade, teammate of yep. yours, one of your coaches. How big of an yep. influence has he had on your improvement? Oh, man. Tons, man. Tons. Because... Uh, 
he's also my roommate, you know, uh, and he's my coach, my training partner, and this guy, like, he's got all this knowledge, man, and he's a black belt, he's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt as well, he's a wicked strike and wicked boxing, um, so I just, I'm constantly sort of like absorbing all this stuff from him, you know, with um, either, either it's work-related, like, you know, training-related, or it's just other stuff, you know, like, just life stuff. So it makes me not only because like if I, I think if you're a better fighter, you're a better person. So I think it's just it goes both ways. And this guy, he's sick, man. Like technically amazing. Great guy too. <laughs> Great guy as well, you know. But like uh it's just it's amazing for me to be able to be to be around this this sort of a guy, you know. Great presence, high level, you know. So I'm just absorbing all of it. I'm always constantly like a freaking sponge, you know? So it's good for me. That's all I can say. It's so crazy. So the, actually the first time I met him was in Brazil. But the thing was, he came to pick me up from the airport. And then I was to go to a different city. So that was, that was my experience meeting him. He came. He didn't know a word of English. Like he did not know a single word of English, right? And he came and he messaged me saying, hey, bro, and like, blah, blah, blah. He picked me up from the airport. I went to Feira de Santana. I stayed there for a, for about a, a month. But in between, I came back to Salvador with Professor Villami. And then, then I met him again because he's, he's uh, Professor Villami. He's a black belt under Professor Villami, mm-hmm. right? And they're like really good friends. They're like brothers. So I, I only trained, him in, trained with him once there. I sparred with him. Uh, he whooped me, you know, that's how it was. And, uh, that was a long time ago, you know? And then afterwards, you never know. You didn't like, this is how life is in MMA. Like you said, we're, we end up in China. Now he's my roommate. Now he's one of my best friends. Now we're training together every day, living together every day. And the guy knows English now. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm not the only I'm not the only one who's been improving. <laughs> he he's learning from me too. <laughs> so there's that. There's that. That's you know that's, that's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful yeah. thing that you guys can meet that way and then end up in your situation right now in China, helping each other out and and also helping the Chinese fighters too, man. At the same time. Yeah, man. These guys like. Like I said, the first time, if you remember, these guys, they had wicked strike in, right? But now, their grappling and wrestling is just getting so much better. Like, you can see it, you know? Like, oh, you know? Like, they'll do something or something like that. You're like, wow, shit, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. It wasn't, it's not like they were bad to begin with. They were all right to begin with. But now it's just, the level is a different level now, you know? So, and all around, that just makes it good for us, for all of us as a team. We have... We have a guy who's fighting next month in September for a title, you know, a lot of big fights. And, you know, it's just as much as this sport is an individual sport, it's also a a team sport, you know. So good bunch of guys, good bunch of guys. And, like, I always, I'm enjoying it, you know, training as a team with all these guys. We're growing together. We're learning together. We're getting better together. So that's what's important, man. At the end of the day. By the end of the year, you might have a few titles hanging up at the gym. Woo! Yeah, man. Imagine that. Take one of those photos with a, with a double title around, you know? It'd be pretty <laughs> cool. It'd be pretty cool. 
thinking about it. Oh, shit. <laughs> you see those on Facebook and everywhere. For sure. All right, yeah. Moose, August 26th, Angeles. Is it Angeles City, Philippines? A- Angeles City. I think it's the Mega Center, something like that. I'm not 100% sure. It's like Mega Center, Angeles City, Manila. Um, come one, come all, man, you know? That's right. Aspera yeah. FC Asia, the first event. You will be the main event. Yeah. Yes, sir. The main event. Featherweight title. Bearded white guy. Yes. The featherweight title is on the line. It's going to be a big fight for you. Like you said earlier, you want to go back to the Philippines and get your, pick up that win and take your belt back to your gym and show everybody, you know, what a champion was. Exactly. Bring it home, you know. I'm looking forward to it. The the bearded white guy is back, but his beard is a little bit shorter this time. I'm working on it. I have two weeks. Wait for me. <laughs> All right, man. Moose, thanks for your time, man. And uh, good luck to you on your fight. Thank you so much, brother. Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumute Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast.